0: Welcome to The Daily Bolster. Each day we welcome transformational executives to share their real-world experiences and practical advice about scaling yourself, your team, and your business. Welcome to The Daily Bolster. I'm Matt Blumberg, co-founder and CEO of Bolster, and I'm here today with my good friend, Scott Petrie. Uh, Scott uh, is a multiple-time CEO. Uh, he was CEO uh, and founder of Postini, and the email... Uh, security space um, worked at Google for a while. Now he's uh, co-founder uh, and I think executive chairman.
1: That's correct. Uh, Former formerly CEO, now formerly CEO executive
0: chairman of Authenticate, uh, also in the security space. Uh, Scott served on um, the Return Path board as an independent director for seven, eight, nine years. Uh, and is overall one of my favorite humans. Uh, (laughs) The thing that I wanted to talk to you about today is, uh, like me, you're a multi-time CEO. Uh, And the question is, your second time, second lap around the track, uh, what was different? What was easier?
1: Uh, Before I dive in, Matt, you're one of my favorites, too, and I I feel like I'm smarter every time I leave a conversation with you, so thanks for having me, and great to be with you again. Before I say what's been easier, I just want to lay in a bit of context. It's something that should have been obvious to me the first go-round, but it was a lesson that was learned later in the development of this company. And that's basically the difference between a market pull versus the need to continually push to the customer. In, in Postini, you know, we were there at the dawn of the email security space. You know, there were other security vendors that were doing things that might be tangentially focused on email, but email was never a primary focus. And our trajectory sort of coincided with the rapid acceleration of email as a primary communications medium in business. And we struggled for a while selling against the traditional vendors. And then there was a tipping point where the volume of malicious or threatening email outpaced the growth of regular email, and it put companies in a position where they had to do something about the problem. And the traditional vendors weren't able to, kick, uh, to weren't able to keep up. Now, the forces that drove that transition were totally outside of our control, but. Having been in the execution mode and being really proud of what we were doing, it was easy to fall into the trap of believing that it was based completely on our execution.
0: Of your own and, brilliance.
1: Of our own brilliance. And you know, you take that thing that we as entrepreneurs were all raised with, you know, build a better mousetrap and the world will beat a path to your door. Uh, it was the second time around that I learned the that that's a fallacious statement. It's really not true. So, so the The idea of being bought versus selling in an engagement with the customer is a really, it's a nuanced point, but I think it's a profound point.
0: Yeah, it sure is. Um, All right, so what's easier second time around?
1: So at this time, I feel like I have a better understanding and appreciation for the time needed for things to develop. It's not a lack of urgency, but, you know, Postini was an eight year, as we said, an eight year overnight success. Uh, There's a lot of sort of build up to it, but that, you know, that last four years or so clouds your memory of the prior, uh, you know, four years. And so this time around, I feel like there's been a closer understanding on my part that there's a process to iterate, to try different product approaches, a time... Uh, needed for the market to catch up as you experiment and try different things and it requires you to basically be cognizant of that sort of trial and error process to find what sticks you never am, you am, never am, make it am, on the I am, first shot I'm
0: living that right now so <laughs> that totally resonates um, it
1: seems obvious right yeah but, yeah all
0: right so what's number so patience is number one what's number
1: two uh, patience okay yeah you're always more succinct than I am Context around macro and micro changes, um, and I could revert back to the sort of buy versus you know be bought or sell versus be bought thing, but I think in this one, we had a pretty major competitor that was acquired by Microsoft about two thirds of the way through our history of our company, and you know at the point of the acquisition when it was announced, it felt like an existential issue for our company. A uh, lot of churn, a lot of turmoil you know, felt like, well, what did we do wrong? What should we have done better? Is our is our life over, et cetera. But, you know, the macro changes slowly and our market did not disappear for us. In fact, having a big competitor by, excuse me, a big vendor by one of your competitors helped legitimize the market that we were helping create. And it gave us a proof point of the need for other companies to do what we were offering um, and so, you know, I have a newfound appreciation that they're going to be things outside of my control, but I need to contextualize them and adapt to them rather than feel like, oh, shit, show's over.
0: Yeah. All right. So um, how can we char- characterize that? Better absorption of the world around you. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? The Zen, right? Like. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's look, it's related to your first point, right? It's, it is. It's a calm, a, a more calm approach. So, yeah. uh, so what's number three?
1: A deeper understanding that each employee engages with the company for different reasons. In the first company, it was you know the post two thousand era. It was hustle bustle dot com euphoria. And I assumed that all of the employees were in it with the same sort of founder's mentality that I had. You know, we pushed through and the company grew, et cetera. But I think with personal maturity, and with that I mean like raising a family and, and understanding a broader set of sort of life pressures, as well as more empirical data about employees working at the company, engaging in different ways, I understand now that there are external priorities that people have that can have an impact on their level of emotional investment or engagement that employees have with you know, signing up for our mission. And I think it's important to, I think you probably said it to me once, you never want to have a team with all Michael Jordans on it. Uh, you know, it's its really come true to me that you you want to build a portfolio of people that are all competent in their job and they're all doing their job, but their motivations or their priorities might not all be centered around the same corporate initiative or the same level of urgency
0: that's so true you, and you have to meet them where they are
1: yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah
0: great great advice great talking to you scott thank you for being here
1: <laughs> matt great to be with you as usual thank you